Well, welcome to Podcast Tips with Rob Greenlee. Um, back live again on, on my typical night, Thursday night. And it's always great to be back here with you. Uh, it's always exciting to have the, the community come in and kind of surround this show and um, ask terrific questions and get involved in in this topic around podcasting and especially in the convergence world that we live in right now with uh, video and and how all these worlds, audio and video, are kind of colliding um, with each other right now and doing a lot more with it. Um, so this is episode 12. And on the show today, I have a, a, a very special guest. And I'll bring him into the show. You can see his name right now. But uh, we are continuing to dive into the intricacies of growing a community uh, in your podcast or on your live video show and things like that. So that that's what I wanted to talk about tonight again. I know that was a big topic last week for us too. So wanted to continue on that and bring in a, a, a friend of mine that's been doing this very successfully for many, many years in crafting a community around his, his podcast. So I have with me a um, longtime friend, Danny Pena, who is a renowned founder and host of the popular Gamertag radio show. Uh, he's a former on-air uh, host for like G4 TV. He's done stuff. Uh, he's done a lot of stuff with uh, video game publishers um, as as kind of like an advisor and things like that. And he's also mm-hmm. um, kind of similar to me. We're both in the Podcast Hall of Fame. Uh, yes, yes. You know, uh, Danny was inducted back in 2015. I was inducted in 2017. And next week, the Podcast Hall of Fame comes back again. So we have... A, uh, a whole nother round of uh, eight Hall of Famers getting inducted into the Hall of Fame at PodFest down in Orlando on January 26th. It's going to be streamed live as well. So you'll be able to see it uh, at the Lipson uh, uh, YouTube channel. So you'll be able to go to just uh, uh, youtube.com forward slash at Lipson and you'll be able to watch the the full stream is already scheduled there, so if you wanted to just go there and, and schedule, and you, you can see some terrific new inductees like Mr. Adam Carolla is one of them. Um, so if you have, haven't heard of Adam before, uh, which is a little hard to understand, I, I think Adam Carolla is a pretty well-known guy. <laughs> so, Danny, thanks for, for joining me on the show. It's nah, great nah, to have thanks. you here. Thank, yeah. thank you for, uh, for an invitation. Uh, it's been a while, Rob. We haven't, we haven't done this in a very long time. So. Yeah, I think the last time yeah. we did something together was in Los Angeles. I think we did a panel together. Yeah, yeah, a, uh, yeah. Wasn't it Los Angeles? I think it was... Um, uh, I was out in kind of Burbank area. Yeah, was, yeah, right? that, yeah. Actually, yeah, that was actually last it's year. It's pretty close to your where, yeah. where you reside now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very not, close to me. <laughs> right. So yeah, it actually yeah. wor- worked out really well. So I flew all the way out there from the East Coast to go to this uh, this uh, podcasting conference. This is a small event, but yeah, yeah, it was still still a lot of fun. It's always great to go to podcasting conferences, and I get to do that next week, Danny. So that's the other thing, do, doing a lot of stuff down there too. And I wanted to also mention uh, this show as a grow and growing and vibrant community around it uh, that, that really has an interest in podcasting. And also um, we give away stuff on this show, Danny. So oh, that's awesome. That's, hey, just nothing so wrong with you free know, stuff. <laughs> right. Exactly. So yeah. StreamYard, since this is a StreamYard show, um, mm. they are actually giving me the opportunity to give away some, some, merch 
So oh, this is puddles. You got the, the you got the mug. You got the mug too. Hey, look, I, I'm one of those wake up in the morning. Right. Coffee. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to show you that into the duck, but that's okay. I I did that by accident. So, <laughs> you know, it's cool. It's cool. The, the duck is blushing now. So, um, yeah. it, it, anyway, and a and a mug, and that, that, that's always great for this time of the year. So at the end of the show, uh, just uh, stick around, and also during the show, go into the comments wherever you're listening to this. And enter as the ticker below is is telling you. Enter hashtag the yard, and that will get you added to the giveaway at the end. And we'll pull that giveaway string, and the winner will be rewarded. Danny, so oh, awesome! Well, good luck to everyone that's yes. watching. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And so, anyway, well, let's let's kind of get into it. I know that the comments are already starting to flow in, and I'm I'm already getting behind. So. <laughs> I love I love uh, doing this and seeing the, the comments and and actually you know I would love to see like where people are watching this from you know for, yeah around no, the no, world hey, great post it. It. Yeah, yeah yeah post it post it yeah yeah, yeah. very so excited. we're all um, cold right now so everybody's very much um, you know I know it's there's snow on the ground or I should say now it's ice so I know that this is the deep dark experience now there may be some people watching this danny and you may be one of them that uh has had warm weather the last couple yeah well here here in los angeles <laughs> right. is 64 degrees but at night it goes to like 39 for, low 40s yeah. it's not That's, that it's okay it's you know kind of reminds you a little bit about being on the east coast right yeah <laughs> yeah I, I call it i call it a hoodie weather you know, just wear a little hoodie and that's it <laughs> right yeah, right yeah. so so the comments are flowing in and thank you so much for for doing that what's up well we're, we're gonna make what's up what's up so that that's mm-hmm. that, that's the motto of this show so definitely so Danny brings the as they say the receipts um he's got like what was it 20 years now of experience doing this Danny? yeah uh so internet radio this is like pre-podcast days it's going to be i believe 22 years uh the 22, end of this month okay oh yeah, yeah great well i'm the same way i can go i can go there yeah because you're the, we're like the same four time. years yeah 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 <laughs> but that see the problem with that is that starts to date us a little too much danny so i like to keep i mean look look I, i'm very proud of the content that i worked back in the days because it was right we were i, I feel like we were we were ahead. We were like looking at the future, like, oh, the internet is great. This is cool. Yeah. I remember using Live 365 back in the days, real audio, you know, that's up. Yep. No, and I did then, the um, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, I launched um, my podcast February 25th, 2005. So it's going to be 19 years with the current show that I have now. And wow, wow, that's crazy. Next year is going to be 20. Oof, that's going to be well, wild. Looks like yeah. we had Danny pause. I, I could, I could, uh, I could hear you. Um, unless uh, I'm sure we'll get him back, but uh, oh, really? I could hear you. Oh, yeah, I, I just mean, did I a you. full screen on you. I don't. Yeah, know I was. It looked like my, it was still going yeah, on. Yeah, right. yeah. But yeah. anyway, uh, so I, I, we have a listener that's asking us, uh, w- w- "What's your favorite color?" I think you can probably tell what my favorite color is, but um, green. Uh, yeah. What's yours, Danny? <laughs> well, for me, you don't see my color in the back, but uh, for me, I like. Uh, I, I really like baby blue for some reason. Baby blue, <laughs> like, okay. baby blue, yeah, yeah. I like, I like the baby. So do you blue. happen to have a, uh, a a a baby boy by chance? Uh, no, I don't. No, no. you don't. I okay, only, no, okay. No, no, it's just kind of a personal <laughs> preference, right? Yeah, I just loved it since I was a kid. Loved it. Yeah, but I love green too, man. Green is good. 
Yeah. 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 I have a little a couple of green stuff in the back. You know? Yeah, you do. And yeah, I know you uh, You always have that colored lights like I have too. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Change my background and do all sorts of mm-hmm. cool stuff. Yeah. Oh, and you, if you see also uh, behind me, I have like all my badges that I collected of all the events I attended since 2001 till now. So I, I wow. have like a lot. So like E3 doesn't exist anymore, but I have like yeah. all everything, even private, private events. I have a couple of like podcast events soon there. Yeah. yeah, I remember the, the old days of E3. That was usually just a huge event for Sony, mm-hmm. PlayStation, and and uh, well, just to give everybody some background, Danny and I actually met when I was working for Microsoft. So I was wor- working on the, the Zoom and Xbox team, and that's kind of where, where we met um, mm-hmm. many, many years ago. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and the, the wild thing now, uh, you know, because... Uh, you know, gaming gaming events has been evolving evolving a lot throughout the years. So um, there's a lot of publishers now that do a lot of um, direct videos straight from like Twitch or YouTube pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, before it was like you had to attend the events in person, and uh, and also with E3 it doesn't exist now. But there's another event called uh, Summer Game Fest that we go, but that one is like invite only. Not yeah. anybody could just show up there, you know. So uh, things have been changing with, with like with gaming and how people have been creating content from like, like the podcast and video side, yeah. it's, it's especially in the in the video game industry. So what I've been doing now for like the past few years has been, uh, you know, still continue with our regular conversation of stuff that's been happening in the industry. But I just love also having one on one conversation with with uh, developers or execs from like different studios or publishers. Mm-hmm. So like our one 1000 episode uh, back in 2020, we interviewed and this was like an exclusive thing for us. Um, we interviewed the, the president of Xbox at that time. Now he's no longer president. Yeah. He's the, an ex, he's the higher up now. But um, yeah, he, he we were like the first outlet to interview a little him. bit of bandwidth struggles tonight. So oh, really? Oh, wow. From on my my side, end, I... probably it's it, it's probably on my end, but anyway, oh, okay, I don't know okay. if, if anybody's seeing it. But anyway, it's all good, um, it's all good. yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So like I was saying, I, I interviewed uh, Phil Spencer, and uh, he w- we were like the first ones to talk to him about the next console that was coming out before anybody else, before all the major media outlets. Mm-hmm. And uh, that interview went all over the place from like the gaming sites, from like the non gaming sites. Everybody was talking about it. And you know? so, but that, that's the thing that I'm trying to do, trying to do like new things and stuff, you know? So, well, and that's a good, good, good topic that kind of maybe gets us into a, a little bit of this conversation about community. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think when you started your, your, your podcast uh, and you were really focused mostly and you may, I think mostly you still are on the audio side, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do video. You've too. done a lot of video, video too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been actually, I've done a lot of video for uh, not only for me, but for like TV. I've done stuff for like Telemundo because I'm bilingual, so they mm-hmm. wanted uh, somebody to cover gaming for in Spanish. So I, I've done that in the past, and and mm-hmm. yeah, it came out great, man. I interviewed, I had an opportunity to interview Keanu Reeves uh, for one of the games I was in. Yeah, I saw that. that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, he's. He's in a lot of movies. Actually, he's in Mandalorian too. But uh, he was in a game called Far Cry Six, mm-hmm. so that was like a lot of fun. He was like the the villain in that game. So, but yeah, stuff like that I've been uh, working on. And, uh, and yeah, we definitely could talk about community. And also, I know a lot of people are going to bring up like money. How's that been going? 
right. go, uh, happening with with like with us especially because you know we've been uh, doing this for a long time. How sponsorship has been working for us and and also yeah, working with our going, community, going mm-hmm. up and down probably a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, um, we could talk about that definitely for later on. Sure. Mm-hmm. So that I pulled up, as you can see, I I pulled up your website, uh, Gamer Tag Radio, and yeah. Uh, you, yeah. you you have a team around you um, with your podcast, and and so how does that team you think play into the dynamics of um, one building community and also building personality into the program that thus can facilitate uh, a greater possibility of building community? Yeah, you know, um, I actually met all uh, Peter and Paris. I met them part of the xbox community we will play a lot of um, xbox games online so with pete he his wife used to work with me at discovery channel uh, back in the days and then uh i had a guitar hero early before it came out and i invited him and his wife to come to my house and and we got to play a lot of these games and also that and uh, i was like man he's I think he was actually pushing like, man, I would love to help you out. I would like to be part of the show. And that took a while, but I, I test him out. I sent him to an event randomly as a surprise to see if he, he was going to be good at it. And uh, yeah. he came back and recorded some great content at the event. So I was like, all right, cool. And with Paris, he actually found out about us. And this is like the early days of like before social media, it was message boards back then. So he saw one a conversation about my podcast Gamertag Radio at that time in 2005, and uh, and ever since then he we just became good friends. He launched a podcast, uh, and um, and then he stopped for a while. He took like a couple years of break, and then he wanted to record again, and mm-hmm. got him in uh, to be part of Gamertag Radio. We've been recording ever since all three of us. So, but the good thing about us is like we don't agree at all. So we uh, always have. That's we always have number. debates. Yeah. We, you know, there's there's listeners that might agree with me, or they might agree with them. You know, that type of thing. So that's the thing that I love about what we do. And and we're we're not local. We all lived in different areas. I used to live in in Miami. Paris was in Temecula, which is like between LA and San Diego. Mm-hmm. And Pete used to live in Miami, but now he lives in Switzerland. So we all record on uh, Sunday morning live on uh, Twitch. Uh, but we will do like live q a with our fans uh either through email voicemail or through the chat and we just record and and post it online and it's been great but i love to interact with our our listeners like how you're doing it now with everybody in the chat and everything like that so we've been doing that a lot a lot lately and um and one of the things too about that helped us on the show too because i know we do audio and also video mm-hmm. not only me but i uh paris my co-host he also done stuff with xbox so uh, a couple years ago, I think it was in 2021, he hosted their showcase, which uh, happens every year mm-hmm. uh, during the E3 E3 time, right? And he was the host. He's never done that before, and millions and millions of people got to watch it. And it was because of the podcast that made him feel more comfortable to start hosting <sighs> events and stuff like that. Yeah. So that that was pretty cool to see that, you know. So shout out to Paris and and Michael's Pete. So how are you guys currently using Twitch with your show? Are you guys doing full episodes over there? Are you doing segments or what's happening? No, so with Twitch, we usually record live. Once in a while, if I if we get like a game early and mm-hmm. we're allowed to stream it and show our, our fans, we'll mm-hmm. we'll we'll play the game and 
people will start asking questions like, hey, tell, tell us how it is with the game, this and this and that. But uh, we usually record an hour on the podcast and then like 30 minutes, just extra content just for people that are watching it live. But mm-hmm. for me, Twitch is more of an avenue for us to just more interact with our listeners live because we get the, the majority of listeners, we get it through our podcast. And, right. uh, and yeah. Sometimes Twitch will feature us like on the front page, so we'll get like seven to ten thousand people watching live. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's like once in a while. I think uh, that happened back in October. I had Spider Man Two early, and I I did a, a live stream, and they featured me on the front page, and that was pretty cool <laughs> experience right there. Yeah. I so how did you watch So how did you? It doesn't sound like you were you were necessarily tremendously um, deliberate on the selection of your co-hosts, right? Um, or did it just fall together and everything just aligned itself? What what was that kind of process for you of integrating co-hosts into what you're doing? And how that probably evolved and got more magical over time as you guys got to know each other more, right? I would imagine. Yeah, you know what? I think it is important to get to know your 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 calls before you get them to be part of it. Because for me, uh, you know, I just got to hang out a lot with them. We would travel a lot. I was seeing them at events and stuff like that. And um, either locally or outside of my area. And I got to know them and I felt like that helped me and helped them also to, for us to connect even more. Like when you Mm -hmm. listen to the show, you could tell like, okay, the vibe is different than getting somebody you have never met. And it's like, you know, you just get them in there and start recording, you know. So, um, I think uh, the the content the the content will get even better because of that. Because having mm-hmm. that that vibe that you guys have, you know, uh, between each other and either debates and stuff like that, like they know what I, when I'm about to stop. Like we <sighs> we get like usually when people record, there's always like editings and stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna make it better for us. No, because we it's conversations we know, it is, yeah, it's right? conversations yeah, yeah. And we we yeah. like barely barely make any mistakes <laughs> and, and it's uh, easy for me to just put up the episode you know I, i'll edit a couple of things i add like music and stuff like that but but actually editing the conversations nah at all yeah. it's been it's been easy for for me as an editor <laughs> to edit the podcast because of the the vibe that we have with each other it helps out a lot yeah i think that that um Mixture of co-hosts. Um, I mean, a lot of podcasts, as you know, don't don't, don't do co-hosts. They're they're like solo casts. And, mm-hmm. and I do think, in to some degree, like like when I started this show, it, it it this show could have easily been a solo cast. And I know it's a kind of a popular format to some degree on on YouTube mm-hmm. and and some of these platforms is where you know you just basically um, create a show that's very focused on a particular topic and. You just deliver on that topic that has a lot of value and you're able to make cover art that's kind of like plugs that specific topic and people know what they're getting, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Where content like I've done and you've done in the past is a little bit more like a variety show, right? Where you've got uh, all sorts of different potential topics. You've got different voices in the program that have a dynamic amongst them. And that's one of the reasons that I, you know, this this show has the tagline and friends because what I was trying to do was create almost like a co-host situation, but it was almost like a temporary co-host situation. Sure, <laughs> well, sure. It would be people that I know people that 
I, I have passion about and have have had a lot of experience with, I would bring on the show and, and we would be able to have a conversation. And that's, that's a little bit of a difference than doing like a regular interview show, you know, which mm-hmm. is, which is a little different. Did you consider doing a, doing an interview show when you started or? Um, yeah, at the beginning it was more, well, I always love having conversations. And actually when I do interviews, I usually call it conversations because uh, when I have somebody on a show, like a guest, I want them to feel comfortable and for them to open up to talk about things that mm-hmm. because of the, our conversation, they'll, they'll talk about it. Like, for example, I had Reggie Fizzeme. He used to be the president of Nintendo. He's a uh, Haitian American, mm-hmm. first black, uh, black American to, to be a president of a gaming company. And, and that's a uh, Nintendo of America. Right. So, it took me 10 years to get him on the show. So oh. we've been interacting a lot online. I'll see how many events and stuff like that. And then he retired and I invited him to be part of the, of the show for yeah. our anniversary special. And we were talking about, you know, the industry. And then I wanted to learn more about how was it growing up in New York city, you know, mm-hmm. before getting into the industry and you know, as a kid and all that stuff. And yeah, he started talking about like personal stuff, like, Oh yeah, my brother and I like we were you know walking New York City. We got robbed, and I'm like, I, nobody has ever heard that <laughs> coming from him, you know. <laughs> so like that's what I'm saying. Like just having those those interesting conversations beyond just the business and gaming, I think it helps because then you see the human side of of people that been working on products that have been doing this for a long time, you know, you know, and uh, and I feel like it, it is important to also learn the history of like how people started before mm-hmm. they got into uh, into the industry you know so that's something that has been something that's been really helping me having those great great conversations and the thing is too it gets picked up by a lot of the media because mm-hmm. they open up and it's a, the conversation just flow pretty good and it's there's a feel force or i've never done clickbait content never and i've yep. been successful to get the word out every time i create content you know so that's been very, very good, uh, uh, not only to me, but also yeah. for, for the crew. Yeah, see, um, Melanie wrote, uh, hello from Sydney, Australia. Ooh, wow. Thank hello. That, that, that somebody tuned in. It's Was it Friday at 11 a.m. there? And it's uh, 26 degrees Celsius. That's, uh, that's a that's decent awesome. little temperature there. So, yeah, yeah. Well, good morning. morning on there. Yeah, right. Exactly. Good morning from the future. <laughs> Thank you so much for for tuning in and sharing your warmth with us because we all need it out here. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I think that the you know there, there's a lot of uh, comments coming in. I appreciate that. Um, looks like people are definitely cold here, and the, they're very cold. I see <laughs> in the north in the in North yeah. America. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're in North America right now, you're probably covered in snow. But, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think, it, you know, I think the topics of building a vibrant community and I think, I mean, a lot of the folks that tune into the show or, you know, a, a lot of them have their own, uh, show or they're thinking about starting one. And I think that a lot of the topics, um, that I try and cover on the, this show are, you know, is helping people understand how to get started, you know, like how to, how to start building a community. And I started last week kind of showing some examples where I was trying to get, you know, audience um, onto the show and much more connected to the show. I didn't have a, a, um, a 
guests like yourself on the show last week. So we were mm-hmm. doing this where I was doing that solo type of format to some degree, but I did bring on a, a audience member as a guest. So, so that was a little bit of a different model, but as you started to build your community around your game and take radio, what were the key things that you started to do um, with your community that created that loyalty and that connection and that always there for you? Uh, a couple of things. One, I've always been myself. I've never changed my character or anything like that just because it's like, oh, it's online. Let me just be somebody else. You know, I've never done that. Another thing, too, uh, because I started podcasting so early, I had to find my community in my local area. So when there was like a launch event for like for a game at midnight, I would go to like the stores Mm-hmm. just show up and, and look for, for my community and just talk to them, pass out flyers and stuff like that. And I'll tell them, hey, listen to our show using your PC or or your Mac, you know. Um, but I will never mention the word podcast at that time because then people think will think, oh, I need an iPod for for me to listen to your show. So I, will, I always yeah. will call it, just for them to understand an internet radio, go listen, this and this and that, you know, <laughs> but if you are a hardcore fan of podcasting, bad, then, then yeah, of course I'll mention that to you, you know, but, uh, but uh, yeah, that's, that helped me a lot just to connect with people. And what I did too, I also wanted them to be part of the show. So I would record interviews while they were in line. Cause I knew they were gonna, you know, show it to like the friends. Hey, somebody recorded. I was on a show talking uh-huh. about so-and-so game. So that automatically, I knew I was going to get free promotion with that too, man. So, right. but I feel like it is important to not only do that, but also even if you have one listener and they hit you up, either video, I mean, video comment, email, mm-hmm. uh, voice, anything, it is important for you to try at least to engage with that person so they could also feel that it was worth it, you know, make them feel like they're also part of the show. I always been doing this since day one all the time. And when I will travel and go to different cities, I will mention on the show and I'll do like little meetups. Even if it's like four or five people, I'll invite mm-hmm. them, take them to, to like a bar or restaurant. We'll eat, drink, just, just talk. And I would like to, right. you know, just have conversation with them. And it helped me to connect more with my community. And it's been very, very helpful. So a uh, years ago, um, I got invited to a, Call of Duty event. It was like a esports tournament type thing, and it was in in uh, Columbus, Ohio. I've never been to Columbus ever, mm-hmm. so I talked about it on the show, and I had like a couple people that were there. Like, oh, Danny, we'd love to meet with you. So what I did, I surprised them. I talked to my contacts at Activision, and I was like, hey, is it possible to get free tickets, like a VIP experience for for my listeners? I would like to invite them not only to check out like the tournament, but also mm-hmm. for them to meet the players behind the backstage. They get to see the production, how everything works out. And then at the end of the event, I would like to interview them to just get the experience. Like how was it for them attending an event like this for the first time? And Activision were like, all right, Danny, they gave me like six, seven mm-hmm. tickets. And, uh, and I surprised them, took them to, to the event <laughs> Yeah. Uh, walked around. They met with all the teams, all the people that were part of the tournament, and they're never going to forget that experience because, again, they feel like yeah. they were part of it. Part of it, part right? Of it. Totally. So I think I, I think um, 
it is a point to do that. Do, I'm not saying to do exactly like that, but try to do something that is going to make them feel like they're also part of, of your community. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever do any of those events and bring a microphone with you and kind of get comments or thoughts from the the community that came to your meetup or your, your Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. Some of them, some of them, and yeah. some of them, I don't, some of them because I just want to, I don't want to feel like make them feel like, oh, this is just for content. Like, I, you know, this. I think there is a time and place for that, but there's sometimes I just want to talk to them and 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 for them. What I yeah. what I'll do is I'll take pictures and for them to take pictures and if they want to share it, talk about it, because I think it is important to show other people like, hey, you know, I don't see my community as just a number. I see them as like they're part of my of my our, our tribe, you know, and they're the first ones that are going to be. Talking about our our show, promoting it, you know, uh, engagement with, with us, sending us voicemails, emails, um, and we'll do a lot. Of also, giveaways like when we get like uh, free games, we'll, we'll give them out. Uh, we also done like local parties in Miami. So the last event that we did, we had like a thousand plus people. We did it during Super Bowl weekend, and mm-hmm. that was a wild, crazy story there, but. Uh, but we had so much stuff to give away that we rented we rented a U-Haul truck, took them to the club. Uh, we had tournaments, people show up, and a lot of them travel from around the U.S. and some even internationally because they also wanted to meet with me uh, and and the team and the crew at that time. So that was really cool, and it was it was important for me to so also show that to companies because a lot of people mm-hmm. at that time weren't doing that. They weren't doing like. Uh, events like that, you know, um, interacting with like their listeners and stuff like that. So, and it's, it was, it was awesome to see also the media, local media talking about us and putting us like the top party of Super Bowl weekend, Florida and everything like that. That was awesome. Yeah. And then also, you know, if you're doing any live events too, I know that you've done some, some live shows right on, on stage at, it, 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 some events and that that engages yeah. the audience too right yep yep yeah i've done a lot of i've done a lot of hosting gigs actually i've done uh you know not only for for podcasts but i've done also like um speaking engagements keynotes for not only from the gaming side but also podcasts i know we've done stuff with like podcast movement podfest stuff like that um because here's the thing rob like i got into the point in my life that you know I can't just depend on just the podcast and just sponsorships and stuff like that. I -hmm. feel like we all have to evolve and try to do new things where one, nobody else is doing Mm -hmm. two, it's going to stand out. And, and also how can you get your community involved or, or whoever, uh, let's say a, a company, your community can't attend, but let's say the, the company I also want them to, to, to be part of the, the conversation or whatever topic it is. You know, sometimes um, a lot of people that I know from the industry are just focusing on just the content and podcasting. That's it. And I think it's gotten to the point that we have to like do new things. The industry has been changing. Ads been changing a lot throughout the years. You know, there was a time that was a lot really, really good with money, but now it's gotten to the point where what happened if there's no ads, you know, there's other stuff that you could do you got to uh, because of your tribe of your community you can show other companies you got to diversify your diversify, your, yep. your potential revenue streams and mm-hmm. and you know it, it does put a lot of pressure on content creators to wear a lot of hats um to mm-hmm. to be able to do these you know selling merchandise and then 
having subscriptions for some content and mm-hmm. publishing the shorts and then publishing the longer form content and being at events. And it's, uh, it's a lot of, lot of stuff to take on, you know, it's not an easy, easy game now. And when, when the economy is a little bit down and you want to monetize it, it, it I, I think a lot of content creators are being pushed right now, mm-hmm. um, to keep up and to do all the things they need to do to, you know, keep things going. And I, I'm sure you're going through that too, because you're doing consulting work and things like that. In addition mm-hmm. to your content. Yeah. And you, me. <laughs> yeah. And, and here, here's the wild part. Like, um, the past three years has been the best my, in my career, the best for me, because now I'm doing stuff beyond podcasts. So the podcast to me is an avenue where it will help me to become a better host, better interviewer, um, mm-hmm. It helped me to connect with a lot of companies. It helped me also to promote myself and my and my my team. Mm-hmm. But now I've been doing like uh, stuff on uh, Twitter, uh, you know, YouTube. I've been, I, like I said, done a lot of speaking engagements, stuff also for TV. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to do all types of stuff, man. And, you know, for someone that's been doing this for so long, like I still feel excited about creating new things creating content like i'm so excited about it you know i've never gotten bored so far um and i and that's the thing that you know for those who are watching you know the day that you're just bored of doing it don't do it because the thing is you're you don't want to send that type of vibe to your listeners like if you're not in the mood don't record honestly like i feel sometimes force themselves to record and you're sending that to your community and people listen to that, they're going to go away. They're going to find somebody else that has pretty good vibes, great conversation, you know, because sometimes people just want to relax. They just want to listen to a show. Maybe they have a long drive, you know, they don't want to be bored out of their minds, you know, listening to something that is not going to connect with them, you know? So. Yeah, I think it's a, it's definitely a challenge. I mean, cause some, I agree with you. I mean, mm-hmm. how do you keep that enthusiasm um, as a as a host and a content creator? Um, people do burn out in this medium. I mean, you've been doing it for a long time, so you've mm-hmm. you've figured out a way to keep it keep it you know core to your passions and keep it core to keeping it fun and keeping it exciting too. So, you know, what's what what do you think the magic of that is and of not um, getting in a situation where you feel like you're either burning out or you're mm-hmm. losing your your energy. I think it is important to balance your life and um, take a break if you need to. You know, um, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be podcasting, creating content twenty four seven. You know, and also surround yourself with people that also have like the same goals. Like they're very positive people. They're gonna push you to do things like better things in life. Like, uh, you know, my co-host, you know, uh, we've been through it all. Like there was a time that, you know, we were going through personal stuff and we were there for each other. And I think that helped me personally, um, uh, to not only become a better person, but also to help me create better content. And I'll share that to, you know, to Mm -hmm. our, our community. And also, um, my wife, she's also a content creator. She, she's been doing stuff for, long time with when it comes to like marketing she worked with the gaming companies and stuff like that mm-hmm. too pr agencies and everything so um she also 
been pushing me to do things, man. So like, mm-hmm. I just also love uh, recording with her too. Like we have these amazing conversations. People are like, man, you gotta, you guys gotta do something on your own. Like, you guys have like an amazing conversation that people will love to hear you guys talk about. And we're like, ah, we should do something maybe one day. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I, I, again, it all depends on, on you, man. You know, I, for me, is surround myself with good people and and also take a break if you need to man like you know we just had a kid recently a couple months ago and i took two months off two plus months off but what i did mm-hmm. i recorded a lot of content uh at the end of the year a lot just just to have it there and i scheduled yeah. it and it was releasing every every week until until the mid-december Mm-hmm. And I came back uh, in the second week of January. We came back, and now we're like our nineteenth year oh. creating content again with Tagreo. Yeah, but it's been great, man. Yeah, it's been great. So um, we've been getting a bunch of questions about about Streamyard here, and and sure. they're interesting. And it looks like we're maybe there's some technical issues with trying to post uh, comments from LinkedIn um, that are. Oh, really? Hmm, that may not be showing up um, in the the platform here, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I know the answer to that for everyone. Um, my I guess my answer would be if you're watching in LinkedIn and you want to comment, you probably should pop over to like YouTube or uh, one of the platforms that that people are being successful in posting comments to, and, and they'll make it through, and we can we can post it here. So. Mm-hmm. Um, not all the stuff works perfectly all the time and platforms are constantly changing what they're doing. So s- sometimes things don't always work. I know Danny, you've been, been through a lot of technological stuff w- over the years, I'm sure. And that's, that's probably consistent with what you've experienced too. Is not everything works all the time. Yeah. I mean the, the worst one, not pressing record and having like two hour <laughs> conversation that happened. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> that, that it, was, man. Oh my God. But then telling the person, Oh my God, I forgot. I forgot to record. Yeah. Uh, that 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 happened in the past, but yeah, technical issues that happens. I mean, sometimes you just, the show must go on, man. Like you know, just record it and release it whenever you get the chance, you know. Or or like you said, there's other places where you could watch it too. So that's the beauty that now it's so much easier now to uh, share your content in so many different places. You know, like the the, yeah. the technology that we have now is so much easier than, than what we had back in the days. Yeah, yeah and so. a Rocky uh, as a comment here says, "Why don't we use our phones to share share the screen? You know, or do a a show?" And I do think you know there is more people um, doing that kind of stuff using their their iPhones or their their Android phones to um, to produce content now more than ever. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the days of using a laptop or a desktop or are still, you know, good to do. Uh, mm-hmm. It depends on your setup and the kind of content that you're creating. And, and I think it's, it's definitely um, an evolution that's, that's happening. I know StreamYard has a, has a guest app now. Uh, I'm sure they're going to keep building on top of that to give it capability to, to um, actually create a full show in the app eventually. R- right now it only works with uh, guest callers. So like Danny, you could have called in through the mobile app if you wanted to oh. do this show from your car or something. That's cool. <laughs> can, can we get some callers now? No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, cool. yeah. I mean, it's a great question and it does kind of, kind of speak to the changing landscape of um, what the content creators are having to face out there and cope uh-huh. with and realize that, you know, 
they don't have to do it in like a studio like I have here. They can they can do it from anywhere. Now the question is whether you should do it from anywhere is a uh, is another thing. And I I'm sure you played around with remotes and doing things um, mm-hmm. in odd places because I know oh I yeah. Have. <laughs> Let me tell the oddest place that I recorded content one time was during the Jaws ride at Universal Studios uh, in Orlando. The reason is uh, I was there with a friend of mine. We were just talking and uh, we were just talking about games. And wow, during the ride, but we, we were like all the way in the back. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> it's content, man. We recorded. It was fun. Yeah. It came out great. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And it uh, looks like Have Cheetah um, Will View. That's mm-hmm. that's a cool name. I like that. Uh, the comment is hard to grow a community when YouTube is attacking our views. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I guess that may be happening, right? It's hard to tell if you're being you know shadow banned or you're being limited in your reach. You know, it's these algorithms that are out there that. Uh, you know, we don't always know when our content's being suppressed or not given exposure. And I know, do you have any thoughts on that, Danny? Yeah, honestly, don't look at the view counts, man. Honestly, no, I'm dead serious because I think that will hurt your content because people are like, oh, well, that's not that many people watching. Or Look, even if it's just one person, man, one person or 100 people, that's somebody that's actually consuming your yeah, that's content. actually, you know, I agree and, with you, Danny. I think that's a great way to look at it because then, mm-hmm. I mean, I think this medium is really about speaking to one person anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, if you do content um, as a podcast, I think that's the mindset you have to go into it with: is that you're you're speaking to one person, and and if you only have one person, uh, that one person has dedicated time out of their lives to mm-hmm. listen to what you have to say, and. It, you, know, you kind of have to think about it that way. It's like like meeting someone at Starbucks or whatever. You yeah. pay attention and you focus mm-hmm. on them. Why can't yeah. you do that in your podcast? Here, here, here's the thing. Like I know creators that they stream. They used to stream mm-hmm. back then. Don't even have like one view for for like a year, right? Just one view every time they stream, yeah. right? right? Or or every time they show they have a podcast, it's just like one download, two downloads here, right? And they became big later because. You, you're still creating content. You're getting better with your content, but there's going to be one person that discover your show, your video, your content, right? And they're going to share with somebody else and then somebody else and then somebody, and it just blows up and that happens. And it was because of your content. It's not because, because of your view count. Right. People don't search like, well, let me search for the person that has the most views so I can watch their content. No, they're, they're looking for content because of the, the stuff that you put out there. It could be conversations. It could be whatever it is. That's what people are searching for. So make it easier for them to to find your content. And then it's going to go out there even more and more. Look, I I have stuff still, still to this day that on YouTube, it might have like 100 views. But then right. on a podcast... Is thousands and thousands of downloads, but then on Twitter, it's like a different number, really, really high too. Like, yeah, it's all over the map. It, yeah. it, it, that to me, it's okay. Like, just because you you have low views somewhere else, like, continue doing your thing, and I think uh, eventually somebody's going to discover you that you're going to blow up. 
you know, why not yeah, experiment keep, other places? Keep too? getting TikTok better. And yeah, you know, keep getting better, push the envelope on your topics and your content and, mm -hmm. and get deeper into your community and try and better understand what your community wants. You know, yep. I know, you know, it's, it's what one thing too, that's an interesting kind of dynamic to this show is I go into an episode with a topic or a theme or whatever, but, mm -hmm. but the community sometimes doesn't uh, fall along with that. <laughs> so, yeah. They have their own kind of questions or their own challenges because I am speaking to creators, right? It's just mm -hmm. like with this comment here with the the hip hop uh, history. Say if I create a video stream with you, and I'm sure they're referring to StreamYard and and pay for a month, then cancel my services a month later. Who owns the video clip and stream? Does the video default to StreamYard? Um, stamped and uh i would say no uh you own that stuff if you did a live stream and you shipped it out to your accounts on youtube facebook twitter x um those are in your account um they are not in streamyard and uh, streamyard does not own your content or or anything now granted if you're using the free plan it will probably have that little um duck logo um, on it. Um, so mm -hmm. that's the part you have to think about, but, but really you own that. And once you've recorded or done a live stream, you can download that and, and load it onto your own computer. So you actually own that content. It's, you have possession of it. And once that account at StreamYard goes away, I'm sure they're just going to get rid of all that content. It's not like StreamYard has a listening platform. It's not like they're, they're YouTube. So th that's not how that, that how this works. Th this is just a tool to create content, and then once it goes out, it's up to you on um, what you want to do with it. So I hope yep. that answers that question. Definitely. So yeah. So so Danny, on that theme, um, how do you think about platforms that you're working with, and and do you back up all your episodes uh, locally, and 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 want to maintain control of all that as much as you can? Oh yeah, I, I have all my recordings, even even from like the early days of like two thousands. Yeah, yeah. So I still have all my stuff. But yeah, like um, like right now, you know, we had we started our our show on Lipson. I still have all my all my stuff there, and uh, I, we also done stuff because uh, we we partnered with uh, CBS. This is when they had like a podcast network. Uh, Play that it. We just mm -hmm. uh, some stuff. So I archive all those all those episodes. And now we we're with um, Audio Boom, and we have our content there. So, uh, but locally, I have all my stuff uh, saved in a hard drive, just in case. God yeah. forbid, you know. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think it is important just to to keep your your stuff. You can't you can't just depend on whatever platform you're using because what happened one day? So you know something happened, and your content gets erased. Then what? You know. So even on YouTube, I'm not going to depend on <laughs> having all my stuff on YouTube. I like to record as much as I can yeah, and save it, have a little hard drive as a backup, just in case, just have it there, you know? So could I have, I still have all my episodes mm -hmm. that I recorded from a long, long time ago. Like, like next year, for example, is the 20th anniversary of the original Xbox 360. Oh, so that's true. I, I remember, Going to the store with my brother, we did like midnight launch. I had somebody else at an event here in LA uh, that was also part of GTR. I still have the original original recording of that. 
you know, so I have that. I have the original recording in 2001 when I went to Times Square for the launch of the original Xbox and I got to meet Bill Gates and all that. So like, I still Mm -hmm. have all that content, you know, so, uh, and it's good. You know what I usually do too. I, I like to bring those episodes back and do commentary now and you know explain to people what happened back in those days like you'll hear listeners uh at that time that i interviewed that i met them at at the event having conversations like hey what you think of this console coming out now in 2001 or whatever and they were like oh man the graphics is so amazing i've never seen anything like this wow and and then fast forward to 2005 People talking about like, yeah, man, HD. I don't have an HD TV, but like, <laughs> it's like, so it's good. It's cool to release that, and and, and I will call it like a retro episode. Yeah. So people can listen to it, and they'll be like, oh my god, because remember, there's a lot of people that they probably were too young at that time to listen, and now when they're older, they're like, oh my god, people were talking about this back then, you know. So again, yeah. do, trying to do something new uh, yeah. to release on the show and stuff, and and you the new new way to to uh to create content and have those uh, conversations about it you know so. oh yeah yeah well yeah. and and have cheetah's got a got another comment on on Streamyard, and i would say this is the case pretty much for any um online content creation platform is that there's always going to be i shouldn't say always but sometimes there'll there'll be glitches in live streams um things don't always you know the bandwidth there's lots of kind of points of i don't know failure is the right way to say it but points of disruption that can happen in the internet uh in the network doing anything live like this um so mm-hmm. glitches are not unusual um when it comes to doing anything live um and but you know it, sometimes you're lucky and you don't get any glitches uh like tonight i think we had a couple of little glitches but um it all came back and everything was was great but that's part of the the game of live is that you you're willing to take some of those risks that's why a lot of people play it safe by recording <laughs> yeah yeah you know i know also another advice i will mention this to people and it's something that i had to learn on my own is you have to evolve you can't just be doing the same type of thing like I was doing audio podcasts for a long, long time. I didn't have the equipment to do video, um, yeah. uh, professionally, like how it is now. Like I didn't have the, the the equipment. But one day we went to an event, and when we went to the event, it was for this game called Titanfall, uh-huh. for a, for a game for Xbox. And uh, we went to the event, and when we got there, we were the only, only podcasters. Everybody was YouTubers. Twitch streamers. And I looked at my co-host Paris and I was like, bro, like we're dinosaurs, man. We're, we got to step <laughs> it up. We got to do something new. Can, and, plus, yeah. and plus talking to a lot of the gaming companies, you know, PR marketing, like Danny, you guys got to do video, like video. Yeah. That's the hot and, thing. Now. Right. And let me tell you, ever since we made that change to also start doing video opportunity, just opened up, opened right? up even more. You know, my, my goals hosted uh, shows uh, for Xbox, you know, for me, I, TV, uh, I did uh, comm- TV, TV commercials, you know, like a bunch of stuff because they saw our talent, not only through voice, but also on, on video. stage or on, stage. on video. Yeah. Right? And, yep. And, yeah. and it helped me to get better. I became, let me tell you, I became a better 
host, a better speaker because of my podcast. Yeah, you know, that so. uh, point right, right there really confirms what um, the Dizpod uh, comment that's up on the screen says. We started doing our podcast recorded, um, and 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 it was going fine, doing it one take, and you know they decided to do it live, uh, and it's been so much fun. And a great way to interact with with viewers, just like what we're doing with this show. And it's um, mm-hmm. it's a whole other, but uh, you know, dynamic. But it does make you a better content creator, I think. Um, more think on your feet. Like I have an outline, and I've I say this almost in every episode, but but I almost never follow it. <laughs> hey, you, you know what? Even even on stage, yeah. I look. It's okay. You make mistakes, man. It's okay. You know, it nobody's is okay. perfect. I mean, you know, don't make them catastrophic mistakes. No, but, no, of course yeah, not. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like I remember on stage. I think this was like at Podfest. I think it was, or was it podcast? Movie? I can't remember. But I was on stage, and I'm there. Uh, you know, sh- keynote showing my presentation, and something happened. I messed up. Yeah, and right there on the spot, making fun of it. So I started making fun of it. People laughing. Okay, let's go. And everybody forgot about the mistake <laughs> because yeah. I had to on the on the spot. I had to change yeah. the conversation so people could forget that. You know, so that happens. Yeah, don't happens. don't notice this. Notice this. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's a little yeah. sleight of hand. Yeah, yeah, I also I also done um, speaking engagements for for gaming companies where. It's not open to the public. It's just only for like their employees, and they'll invite yeah. me and 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 they want to know like my journey, how I started, yeah. how I got into the you know into the industry, and uh, I will talk to them. And look, these people that I'm talking about, execs, um, developers, producers that they've never done podcasts, they're just very curious about to hear my story. And you know, I've I've done presentations like that, and you know, I, to me. I'll probably feel like I make a mistake, but for them, they're like, wow, that was like the best presentation out of all the guests that's been here oh. uh, presenting. Yeah. And I think I, sometimes as a content creator, we feel like we, I think we're way too picky, way too picky to, uh, to release our content. Like there's people that I know when they started, it's gotta be they, perfect. You know, it you has gotta, to be perfect. I have you to can't have, have the any breaths in your audio either. No, Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. Release it because look, let it go. It, let's, let, if I listen to my first episode from back then and now, oh my god, totally different. My the way I speak is different. The mic, the yep. quality, everything is different. I feel like it is important when you release an episode, go back and listen to it, or even months yep. later, go back and listen to it, just so you can see the difference. How much, how much better you've been, you've been getting, you know. And not only that, but also read the comments from your community what they're saying you know yeah. there's a difference between feedback and trolling so i, I ignore the trolls and <laughs> i just read at the feedback you know from people yeah. that because sometimes people take it personal too you know and then i yeah. get it i've been through that in the past you know but i got into the point in my life i'm like whatever people are not going to agree they're going to get mad and probably give you a one-star review or whatever. And yeah, it's going to happen, right? There's nothing I mean, you, you got to take with the good, with the bad, right? <laughs> exactly. Like anything else in the world, but, but, exactly. uh, hip hop, uh, history, uh, posted a comment here. Who owns the AI rights to a stream or is that such a thing? Well, I would say at this point, um, uh, unless you're generating the content using AI, it's, it's really not, it, not an issue. Um, mm-hmm. but, 
increasingly, I, I think we are going to see people creating content, uh, utilizing AI more and more. And it is going to bring into factor here on rights and stuff. I mean, who's the, who's the character being portrayed? What's the voice? What's the, what's the, uh, you know, who owns that, you know, who actually created it? If AI created the content that you're using, do you really own the the content is the question just because you prompted it. Yeah. I don't know that it's nailed down right now that you own it just because you prompted it. Yeah. No, sorry. I have like a phone call. <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, I hope that answered your question, but it's, it's still not much of an issue yet. Um, so, so anyway, um, mm-hmm. is it uh, possible to share iPod uh, screen in um, StreamYard. I don't. Mm, iPod or iPad? Oh, iPad. Right. iPad. Um, hmm. Yeah, I would think you probably could. Uh, yeah, because I've done iOS that. App. I've yeah. done that with. Um, it's an iOS. I've app. done that on Twitch where I will play uh, a mobile game mm-hmm. on my iPad, and I'm co-streaming like you know i'm streaming while playing the game on the ipad so there is a way to do that i know uh if you look up online you search online they'll give you like tips how to do that but you could definitely do that where you could send whatever you have on your screen to your stream on the Mm -hmm. ipad Mm -hmm. i've done that before yeah it's been a while it's been a while uh yeah uh, so hip hop history has another has another question. Can you copyright a voice or a stream? Well, if you create the content, it is kind of naturally copyrighted. It's, mm-hmm. it's your creation, and you could assign a copyright, you know, that C and copyright on a certain date or something like that. And you know, for all intents and purposes, it would be copyrighted to you as the creator. So. Mm-hmm. Every piece of content that you create, and that's where this question about AI comes in, right? Is if if you're not creating it, sure, you're prompting AI to create something, but does that really pass um, copyright to you if the AI, um, the large language model, actually came up with all the content? So that's mm-hmm. the risk that everybody's taking right now by by doing that kind of content now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you've thought about that, Danny, or if you even. No, nah, I really don't. Play, <laughs> First time play around with AI? Are you playing around with AI? No, nah, I've never really played around with that. Uh, I, I, um, I have, I think, tried out. I think it was like ch- Chat GPT. Yeah, and uh, just to see, you know, what type of stuff is in there. But I've never used anything for like my content ever. Yeah, you're still doing it the. The way it's always been done, right? I'm using my voice and my using your voice, <laughs> my voice and my likeness. Yes. Yeah, I have, I have played around with the the voice cloning. Um, oh yeah, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, I haven't been real impressed with it right now, but but if you pay a little extra money, I think some of the models do do a pretty good job. So it's just how much training you give them. I, I think I mean some of them are trying to train that on like you know a paragraph of your voice or something like that. And I can't mm. imagine they're going to be that good with your voice if it only gets nah, a paragraph. It's, it honestly, and, and it doesn't have, how I call it, soul. Like, it's just, it just sounds very robotic. I don't know. It sounds cool. It sounds great. But you know, Are you going to build build any kind of community around an AI 
generated. I don't, I don't know. Now, if it's like AI conversations, you know, with like your community, like that, it's okay. No. I, I just don't. I know there's certain things I'm kind of like worried about AI that I just, yeah. it's not for me. Like, especially in our industry, you know, there's been a lot of talks of like, you know, there's a lot of my friends that done voice acting for, for games. Yeah. And now there's also studios that have done AI voice, voice for the games instead of hiring people. So I feel like, I feel like a lot of the voice actors are going to lose jobs because of that, you know, because of the AI yeah. stuff, you know? So yeah, um, I, I know there's games in the past that I played and I didn't know they had AI at all. And it sounds legit, you know, so that's the scary part about the whole thing, you know, but yeah, but that's just me, you know, different yeah. conversation. <laughs> yeah. So it, I think all, all of us are going to have to face that question of whether or not, um, you know, this AI generation oh. stuff is going to add value. This is a great question. Okay. Well, once you take it. So, uh, Davidson says, Danny Pena, lots of podcasts on YouTube, but never a live. Why? We've done live on Twitch. Yeah. We've done yeah, live on Twitch. Yeah, I know you do live on yeah, Twitch. But yeah, but sometimes, okay, we get invited uh, to go to events, right? And sometimes at those events, we're not allowed to stream live. We're like under embargo, under NDA. Mm-hmm. We can't say anything. So, I'll take my equipment record it and then release it whenever I'm allowed to release it, you know? So, mm-hmm. and sometimes we're like the only podcasters at that event. So I'm taking advantage of the content that, that, that we're getting mm-hmm. out of it. And the, the worst thing you could do is go to an event and be like, all right, let me just go live. And companies are telling you not to do it. You're going to lose a lot of opportunities because you breaking embargoes. Like we're, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're breaking We're, their rules. Yeah, their to, rules. Yep. In your partnership, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we will do live when we have like regular shows, but when there's like an event that it's going to be big, or if we have a game early, mm-hmm. I'll play it, I'll record it, or sometimes I'll stream live if I'm allowed to do that. You yeah. Know? So it all depends on the situation for us. Yeah, I do the same thing with the new media show that I do. Um, like I'm going to be doing it live at Podfest down in Orlando next week. So that that cool. show that's that logo that's up behind me up here. It's a mm-hmm. it's a live it's another live show that I do that I've been doing for like 12 years or something like that. I think Danny, you've been a guest on that show. I think. Yeah, yeah, more welcome. Yeah, time. yeah. So, I gotta go back one of these days. <laughs> future, future. <laughs> so yeah, I I also do that show live on stage at all the podcasting conferences, um, podcast movements, uh, podfests, and mm-hmm. and others too. I've done it at other conferences too. But um, it's always an interesting dynamic doing a show on on stage. I mean, I do like the the potential community connection and kind of mm-hmm. making that in person uh, relationship. Um, build because that audience that's in the in the real world sitting in chairs in front of you, the the stage can come up after the show and actually meet you in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I try and live stream as many of them as I can. Um, sometimes it's a technical hurdle to get it done, but um, but it's mm-hmm. it's always fun to do, and I'm going to be doing it again. So so I, I'm a glutton for punishment, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So the Dizpod. Uh, Posted a comment here. Have I um, uh, say at have cheetah will view uh, will view so fun. We're been using dynamic backgrounds, 
you, uh, using video and more to keep it fresh. So, yeah, I I think it's important to make your 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 visuals, you know, interesting and mm-hmm. colorful, like like mine. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So so I think it helps to keep things fresh and and look modern and and look up up to date. Like I I I started the episodes playing playing a little like gaming music. I don't know if you heard that, Danny, or not, but it was kind of like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. Gamer playing music. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's a, you know, it's it, it, it's just a way to kind of keep fresh and keep current with um, what 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 people are looking for out there these days with content. So definitely, you know, th- this this show can be a little bit, you know, technical. It can be a little bit kind of dry. It's not it's not like a like a you know comedy show or something like that. Which <laughs> which I guess that that's our challenge, Danny, is to make this show entertaining. Right. So, yeah. So what is the factor in your mind, uh, around entertainment? Is that a big factor in, in how you think about creating your show? Yeah, I think, uh, for us, we love to debate. We make fun of whatever we're talking about. You know, people are laughing, they're like cracking up, you know, we, we do that because we're just having fun. You know, it's not like, let's plan it out. It's just on the spot. It just happens. And then once I released the show, people were like, oh, my God, man, I was cutting grass. I had to stop because I was laughing so hard because it's just <laughs> the guy, the things that you guys were talking about. It was hilarious. Like there's people still to this day talk about stuff that that was like one of like the funniest things that ever happened years ago for us on the, on the show. Yeah. Still to this day, there's people that will see me at an event. They'll talk about it or our discord channel, our community will talk about it. So like, man, that thing is so funny. Like, I'm like, Oh my God. But, (laughs) but here's the thing. Like we, we're just good at jokes, making jokes on the spot about each other. Uh, me and, and my, my crew. And, and, uh, yeah, it just comes, comes out funny, man. And so that to me is entertaining because people listen to it and they're not expecting it. And they're like, Oh my God, they started laughing, you know? So, (laughs) and they love it. Love it. Yeah, I always like these uh, comments that the, the the listeners or the viewers um, make to each other. Um, yeah, so I don't believe this comment is is made to us. It's being made to Lawrence. So it's an interesting, um, mm-hmm. and that's always a a sign that your community is kind of connecting with each other, and and that's another reason why they might show up uh, is because they could connect with a friend of theirs during the live show. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, that's a, that. that what, what were you saying? Sorry. I would say, do you ever have, have that happen in your, your community where those um, audience relationships are just as powerful as the connection? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The show? yeah. Yeah. Like, um, actually, uh, I was part of a documentary called the uh, Messengers documentary. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. part of part of Podfest. Right. Part of Podfest. And there was people that came from out of out of town they 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 were not attending profits they just wanted to see the 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 movie and they went they drove came just to see either two things was my presentation and also they wanted to see the the premiere of of the movie and they came and had a big comedian i remember and i feel bad whoever had to speak after me because because <laughs> here's what happened uh you know i did my presentation my my keynote speaking and then uh you know i was done so I'm walking yeah. outside and like a big, huge crowd of my community went out because they just wanted to talk to me and like meet, meet with me for the first time, take pictures. And yeah, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> that happens too. So. Yeah. <laughs> just so. kind of 
vacated the room, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah they, I mean, but it's not a bad thing. It was just they were just want to talk to me. They want to, yeah, want to right, take pictures right. and yeah. and engage with me and everything, you know. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, you're an engaging um, person, so I can understand why they might want to do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. yep. So uh, it's like coining around uh, says consistency is the key to have um, gone live every Wednesday, I guess every Sunday, uh, um, I guess you go live only missed one in three years of going live. Well, that's, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, it works for you. It works for you. I I like to take breaks. (laughs) It's kind of okay to take, take a, you know, a break during the Super Bowl If you want to watch Super Bowl or Christmas Eve or Christmas day, that's probably okay to take the day off. What do you think? I think it is important, man. Um, You know, you don't want to miss those special moments with your family, especially now with me. You know, we just had a a baby girl. You know, I'm going to try my best to spend time with her and my my wife. Like, there's a time to work and there's a time for yourself. You know, I think when you just focus on just work, 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 that's not healthy for you, man. Mentally, it's not healthy. You know, so... Yeah. Um, you know, I've been doing this for a very long time, to over two decades, and I like to take oh. breaks. There's a time for me to work, but it's also the time for me to spend time for with my family, friends. Yeah, you, know, you got to uh, pace yourself a little bit too. This is, yeah. a, I mean, being a content creator nowadays is kind of a marathon run. It's not a, it's yeah. not really a sprint. And here's the thing, oh. man. Like at the end of the day, like you're. Your community is not going to leave just because you took a break. You know, right. your your community. Look, well, they want to take breaks too sometimes, right? Of course, so, of course, of yeah. course. But I look, there's stuff that happened to me, you know, personal stuff that I had to take a break, person for me. But you know, my my other co-hosts that continue with the show without me, um, and it was okay. I communicated that with my community uh, every time. There's some, something like like a big sponsor will will communicate with that or with our community because I I don't like to just hide stuff you know it's good to whenever you get the chance tell your community and they they're gonna understand and and they're gonna support you no matter what you mm-hmm. know so but imagine working twenty four seven and you're missing out birthdays you're missing out family visit you not know, because you just focus on work yeah. to me family you know it's important to me I, I had. I remember, I, um, you know, a couple of years ago, I lost uh, one of my cousins because uh, mm-hmm. of COVID, you know, and it, it was it was difficult for not only for me, but also for my family, you know, but I was happy that I got to see him at one of my cousin's baby showers because mm-hmm. we all, all the cousins got together and celebrated, you know, new family member coming in, you know, and, you know, those moments I will never forget, never forget, right. you know, so oh, yeah. it's it's a good, it's good to balance it out, man. It is yeah. important to balance it up. It is. Don't don't forget out there that we have the the drawing coming up here, the giveaway of uh, puddles and the the streamyard mug. So mm-hmm. uh, get your entry in um, hashtag the yard into the comment field, and th- that'll get it added to the the drawing that I'm going to pull the I'm going to push the button essentially on a on a web page, and that'll Ooh. that'll determine who the winner is. And what you'll need to do once once you win is uh, send me an email uh, with your address and any comments that you have, and we will get that uh, sent out to you. Um, 
you know, in a week or two. Uh, so just make sure you send me an email. Uh, if you are the lucky winner of the, of the giveaway that we're going to do in a couple of minutes here, I usually wrap the show up at about, uh, you know, one fifteen mark, um, on the program. So I could definitely keep going with the comments. They keep coming in. Yeah. I, I could do it until five twenty five my time. I could. Ah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, which yeah. is, uh, what, uh, okay. That's, that's only yeah. 10 minutes anyway. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's typically a... beyond my, my typical range anyway. <laughs> it's all so, good. yeah. So, and, and it looks like we, we got to kind of, I see channels have been, uh, that have gained 20,000 subscribers in the last six months and they have uh, 10 people on their live streams. So yeah, I think it's, it can be a challenge to get people to tune in at a certain time and, and be there with you. So you really have to kind of cherish those folks and, and really um, embrace them and hopefully they'll tell some friends and that number will grow over time. So I think that's the big takeaway on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think uh, at the end of the day and it's, now is everybody does this they will listen to they will consume content whenever they get the chance either yeah it's a on, week from now two weeks from now on demand they yeah right. on demand you know there's people that listen to our show from months ago and they go back and listen to it like there was this guy that hit us up and be like hey i listened to the whole amount of episodes from now from mm-hmm. five, episode 500 to now and Right, and they hit us up. I'm like, wow, wow, the person really consumed this for a very long time, you know. So everybody's going to be different, man. Yeah, and Chantel wrote here. Um, so I heard that the majority of podcasts don't usually get more than 27 downloads. Um, does that sound right? I I live stream regularly, but um, and I'm trying to learn to podcast. So it's a it's hard to put every podcast in that bucket. Um, the average from what I've seen in the stats is the, the, the median average of podcasting is around, uh, I think about 160 downloads. Now, obviously there's going to be some shows that are small and some shows that are big. So it's kind of like, you know, it depends on how long you've been doing it. What's your genre, um, how good the content is. There's just a lot of variables that go into it. So it's hard to really tag a specific number of downloads that would be anything specific to, any particular podcast. So I don't know what you think about that, Danny. Yeah. Um, like the things I said earlier, like it doesn't matter even if you get one download, you know, um, right. It's a download. Somebody took their time to search and to press play or to download. So it's not, he made a, made a connection there. Exactly. Good. Think about this guys. uh, For those are watching back in the days when you were listening to the radio, Sometimes you just randomly find a station. You like a song and you just stay with it. Or maybe you like a conversational talk show, mm-hmm. radio show, and you, and you stay there, right? But you weren't like really searching for for it. Like now I could search for food, culture, Spanish speaking, language, you know, like anything, video games. Yeah. Now I'm I'm taking my time to search and to find content that, deals with the stuff that I want to listen to. You know, it's, it's a lot different and it's a lot harder for people to do that because they're taking their time to search for something and they like something to press play and, and go from there, you know? So appreciate, yeah. even if it's just one download, appreciate it that you, you're at least you're getting that support from someone out there. Yeah. And I think that's a good, that's a, 
that's a very good way of looking at it. Um, mm-hmm. Now, granted, people do have expectations to earn an income or generate revenue from this. I, I think those expectations have pushed people into thinking they have to grow fast and they, they have to get big audiences really, really fast. Mm. And if they don't, then they're going to quit. And all this kind nah, of stuff. man, nah, they got, they can't look, man. Everything takes time, man. Everything takes time. It's like, think of it as like a relationship. You, you don't want to like rush your relationship. You know, it's going to end fast, you know? So right. like when it comes to it, with the podcast, like for me, it took a while for me to started getting free games, started getting sponsorships, like everything, and I'm sure it wasn't always it, it easy. Up. It wasn't and easy at all. I mean, I went know, to events. Beginning. I've been right. to events with like $20, not knowing anybody. And I just showed up because I just wanted to attend the event. You know, what is important, and I'm going to say this before I leave, but what is important is for you to master your craft. Master your craft when it comes to like creating content on uh, building your community. Work, focus on that instead of like, looking at your downloads numbers and your view counts because that comes and goes. There's going to be some time Mm -hmm. that you're going to get a hundred thousand downloads and then it goes back down or goes back up. Like it's never, it's never going to be consistent. You know, it's like the numbers are always going to change, man, because there's always going to be new content that people are going to find and discover. And people sometimes move on. Sometimes they come back or sometimes they'll stay. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, if you practice and you get better, opportunities are going to come up that's going to help you to get discovered and yeah right and no whole other things you know so focus on totally that. totally yeah felix uh hi back oh so anyway, felix hey how you doing felix yeah so i think what we should do next because i think you're running out of time and i'm running out of time here too and there's lots of comments in here and believe me i I appreciate you spending the time to give us comments and give us feedback. Anytime, anytime. I really enjoyed kind of going through them and, and, um, but I think we need to get to our giveaway here. So let me uh, pull that to the stage here and we will, uh, let's see here. I have to share a different screen. This is the actual giveaway screen here. So, there's a little button on there. So we have so far. So if you want to get in at the last minute here, uh, just enter hashtag the yard into the comment field, and that will add you to the entry pool to uh, win a puddles and a stream yard mug. Uh, so, good luck. Good luck, everyone. Yeah. So I think we're up to 52 entries right now. And so let's uh, let's go ahead. I don't see any new ones coming in. I think everyone has. Entered. I saw one. It went up. It, one went up. Ah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and let's go ahead and pull the cord here of sorts or push the button and see who wins. And then I'll tell you how to how to get your, your winnings. So let's let's go ahead and do it. I'm going to. Um, play a little background music here a little bit. Yeah, we like uh, to do, 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 Gamer music. <laughs> All right. Well, let's pull pull the, the, the cord here and see who's going to win. Ooh. Oh, right. hip-hop history. There you go. Oh, snap. Hip Hop History, you are yeah. the winner. Thank you so much for asking so many great questions tonight. It was great to, you know, reward the uh, the questioner out there. It is that perfect is timing good. too. Perfect right. timing because last year was the 50th anniversary of hip hop. 
So, ah, got yeah, it. yeah. So it was a lot of a lot of cool events. I'm so a I'm a hip hop head too, man. So I just want to say that. So send me an email. Uh, yeah. it, it's rob.greenly at gmail.com and uh, give me your address, and I will get that off to the Streamyard team, and we'll get you uh, a mug and a puddles mm-hmm. sent out to you in the in the mail shipped out to you soon. So thank you everybody for joining us here and, and on another episode of uh, podcast tips with Rob Greenlee. Appreciate that. And Danny, thank you so much. No, thank you, sir. Thank you for inviting for, me and for people watching and, and sending questions and interacting with us. But please let me know your thoughts about this conversation. You know, should we do this in the future again? Let Rob know. Yep. And uh, follow me, uh, Godfrey, or look up Danny Pena. You'll you'll find me in different social media places. And uh, the podcast, Gamer Tag Radio. If you're into gaming, you're Got curious it about it, check it out. Right yeah. now. So go go check out Gamer Tag Radio. He's also on Twitch. And yes. I, I'm sure you have a, a YouTube channel, too. Evidently. Yeah, YouTube channel. Yeah, it's uh, Danny Pena. Just look up Danny Pena. It will pop up. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, check it out. Check it All out. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for being here with us um, tonight. And I will not be back with a new episode next week because I'm going to be in Orlando at PodFest uh, doing my other live show and the Podcast Hall of Fame and a presentation on the convergent strategy between audio and video and podcasting. So that's what I'm up to. But I'll be back on February 1st with uh, another episode. Um, of this show so thank you so much and have a wonderful evening and Danny you also have a great evening as well I, I know you. it's a little earlier for you because you're on the west coast but yeah 523 uh, <laughs> <Super laughs> alright <laughs> perfect timing then All right. yes yes alright well have a great night and I'm I'm gonna get us out of here so thank you so much bye everyone <laughs>